Welcome back to The Current Conservative. This is Allie. And I'm Sunny. Hello, hello. Um, thanks for coming back and, you know, just join, joining us for the super exciting discussion <laughs> of <laughs> so much happening in the world. Yeah. And uh, before we got started, Sunny and I were talking about just like the years, a clear, you know, indication of like this oversaturation of politics. Um, and we totally get like, you know, there's so many other commentators like Charlie <laughs> Kirk, Dan Bongino, Megan Kelly, just, you know, some examples of who Sunny and I listen to. And, you know, the topics do get, you know, somewhat redundant. And then additionally, on top of that, if you're not into podcasts so much, you know, you have social media and Twitter and Instagram that are, you know, you're being inundated with information. And again, a lot of, you know, redundant stories. So we just kind of wanted to address that before we got started. (laughs) Nothing super serious, but, um, you know, we totally get like that there's just so much happening and again a lot of information so we're hoping you know our audience obviously is up to date and informed on all that but also just wants to hear some like good you know banter and some comedic relief and you know we try to have a good time over here and just represent (laughs) the current conservative as just you know a fun spot for you to come and hear to conservatives Um, laugh and giggle and (laughs) try to make sense of the world around us. So anyway, we just wanted to open with that. And again, thank you for coming back and listening to us. And if this is your first time, welcome. Um, We try to have fun around here. So anyway, but on that note. (laughs) But also I think it's cool too if you share this with friends who maybe aren't as up to date with stuff. And so this can be like a nice introduction or a nice foray into some of Mm -hmm. the current situations that are going on that we think are important. It's like, we want to talk about the important things because that's, that's the current state of our union, (laughs) you know, but, but at the same time, like we want to, we want to make it clear that we are, (laughs) that we are bringing a fresh perspective. Yeah, we're um, not the most serious podcasters, but we are talking about serious topics. Yeah. And like one of our but favorite. Like we have like a life perspective too, because I feel like it's yeah. so unique being our age in the world. Like we don't know what the future holds. I, yeah. Allie and I talk about all the time how we don't, we don't, we don't know how the next week is going to be, let alone the next five years, you know, right. what the world is going to look like. So it's, you know, you got to make light of the situation. And I feel like it's important to bring the life perspective to that and like kind of keep it fresh and just like, you know, ever changing because, because we don't know all the facts, you know what I'm saying? Nope. We just kind of go with the flow and take it one day at a time. Um, so so on that note, (laughs) one of the bigger (laughs) announcements this week came from the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis announcing his (laughs) (laughs) Ronnie Day, um, (laughs) announcing his long awaited presidential yeah. run presidential so yeah his yeah. presidential campaign and we have some thoughts on that so we've got thoughts we've yeah. Got thoughts. yeah yeah we're I mean, open to whatever people <laughs> obviously yeah. you know obviously. it's a free country um it is a free country endorse personally endorse or support yeah personally sunny and i love trump we're trumpies, we're trumpies. um Trump but yes. on that note, 
we have explaining to do as per why. Yeah. Hopping on the Ron train. Yeah. There are, there are a lot of different, like a lot of different threads here. Let's just Mm -hmm. say, um, Mm -hmm. one that I think is important to talk about in the sense of like him just having announced his run for president is that for months now, I would say almost a year because think about it. When I was working in LA, I was working on some campaign stuff Mm -hmm. and, the the Ron DeSantis campaign was saying, well, we don't know if he's going to run. Honestly, he doesn't even know. He hasn't given an answer. And he's going all around the country, you know, collecting all this money for his for the governorship because that's what they do. And so it's kind of dishonest. It kind of just rubs me the wrong way that you're going around the country the entire year collecting all this money that he can use for ads, for obviously not presidential, you know, related things, but for anything, you know, so because once they run for office, they are not allowed to use that money. So they have to only use money that's relegated to the campaign, like from the super PACs or whatever, if I'm not mistaken. Um, And so I just feel like that's kind of dishonest because it's like, yeah, he probably knew a year ago that he was planning to make this run. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like that, before that he got to me. reelected for governor. Right. Yeah. Before he got reelected for governor. Exactly. And so it's yeah. like, okay, so you were just pushing off and waiting to collect all that money and, you know, rallying up, ginning up support for your – to get governor – to get, become governor again, which you did, which is great. He's a great governor. I, no one can deny that. Like no one's mm-hmm. saying, oh, you suck. Like no. That's, yeah. That's He's false. executed a lot of things very well Absolutely. in the name of – you know, freedom and economic independence, right? Etc. Yeah, we're not denying any of that. And at the same time, as we want to, not necessarily like expose, like yeah, we want to expose the radical left. But I'm it, it, on that note, we want to be able to also call out things that we don't like or don't support for anyone because Absolutely. we talk about this all the time. There is corruption and nepotism, and you know not great stuff happening on both sides. So it's important to be able to speak about that freely and openly without, without it meaning that like I'm a hater, you know what I mean? Or anybody, I'm just using myself as an example, but cause I'm really not a hater. Okay. But, um, and also I live in Florida now. So people are like, well, you, you need to be supportive. And I'm like, yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's awesome. But like, I still, there are still things that I don't like that he has done, you know? Yeah. So we'll get to that in a minute. But I wanted to bring up the part about the campaign because I think it's important for people to know that. I don't know if people know that, you you know, money is very – it's very regulated in terms of politicians and how they use their money from the super PACs, from donate from donors. And yeah. um, and we know and I know personally on a personal we level – We yeah. know things. <laughs> yeah. And on a personal level, I know <laughs> that the campaign was saying they didn't know if he was going to be running. And a yeah. lot of donors were being, were being, you know, kind of that didn't rub them – that just rubbed them the wrong way and they didn't yeah. want to get on the train because they felt like they weren't getting an honest answer from his campaign. Right. And I've definitely seen some like clips of, 
you know, people asking Ron if he was going to run for president and he acted, you know, all clueless. Right. And the classic, the you know, bobblehead, like, oh, I'm not a candidate. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, just we're focusing on the governorship. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like, OK, Ron, like the, the right. people of Florida just elected you again for mm-hmm. another four year term. To right. Be their and now governor. you're going to waste a year yeah. and almost two years, basically. Yeah. On running for president. Right. Without actually saying that you're running for president. Yes. And then, so I feel like a lot of like DeSantis supporters, um, and like, I just want to preface all this entire conversation to say like, our intention is not to be like inflammatory or like, you know, make ruckus or be confrontational. Like, again, we live in a we free country. We ruffle some feathers occasionally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we can dish some like sass for sure. But um if you are currently considering voting for DeSantis, that's great. Like, I want you to vote for the person who you think your vote is going to, like, better the country, okay? I think this is just politics, and the next year and a half is going to be a crazy, wild ride. And Absolutely. I, you know, what Sunny said earlier, it's like you, we have to, you know, be able to criticize our own party, and that along goes along with, like, Trump. Like, I'm, I, I am open to hearing criticism. Crit- Criticism? There criticism. is criticism about, about Trump. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, for the Absolutely. last, from the moment he walked on the elevator, this man has had everything <laughs> thrown at him. There's only been criticism. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> and I, I mean, would even, I'm the first to say he's, he speaks so much more presidentially and sharply now than he ever has in the past. Because there were right. times in the past where it's like, ooh, maybe shouldn't have said that one. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I was like, for a moment, I was like really into the idea of Ron running. Mm -hmm. And I learned that his, you know, some of his main supporters is the Bush family, Carl Rove, um, basically the establishment GOP, Paul Ryan's working with him and, you know, people like Mitt Romney who are never Trumpers. And so it's basically like all these never. And I'm pretty sure he fired like all of the never Trumper people from DC, hired him for his campaign. Wow. So, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the person who literally helped get you in office and one against a crackhead prostitute. Yeah. Uh, now <clears throat> you are gonna run against him yeah. when you can when you could run out your governorship for another two years and then run in the next. Cycle. And that's what a lot of people are saying. It's like he should have just waited till 2028. He would have had the party support, Absolutely. you know, and obviously he would have more of like a track record. And again, he's really young still. I, I think he's probably just around 40. Or, 40s, yeah. Yeah. And so he's a young guy and he has clearly a whole other couple of decades ahead of him. Um, and so that's kind of what I'm hearing. And then I'm also hearing from Ron supporters of like, listen, if Trump wins the primary, then like Trump has our support, but we're going to cheer for Ron, which just seems kind of weird. But, um, again, we live in a free country. We're allowed to choose other political candidates. I'm happy to hear both sides. I'm happy to hear criticism of Trump. I just and I'm looking forward to well I don't know we obviously Trump has said he may not do the debates which I think is a bad idea so mm, I, here I am calling out yeah. facts which is that's a bad idea yeah if you're listening yeah <laughs> um but <laughs> but then, I do think that if that were to happen like him and him and DeSantis on a stage would be would be great because I I personally don't believe that Ron has the charisma and the energy mm, right that Trump does. Did you listen to the re- like a recording of the Twitter spaces of his announcement? I've heard clips of it, yeah. It sounded very scripted and really boring, yeah. honestly. He didn't and it was bring a up little, China, didn't bring was, up Ukraine. 
Mm-hmm. Didn't bring up any foreign policy. Yeah, it was monotone in my opinion. Um, and did, yeah, do I they just, not know how to do video? I know, right? I, that was also weird. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm like, like <laughs> is this was someone this said, planned? Someone, like, if it, yeah, did you even plan this? I'm confused. Yeah. Was this a just thrown together? I think some someone was like, interesting, a presidential um, <laughs> campaign announced on a voicemail. <laughs> I was dying. Hello, you have reached the voicemail box of Ron DeSantis' presidential campaign. Literally. So and I then think, Elon was like, I think we melted the servers or something like that. Like he oh. was just, I I almost feel like, was this a setup? No, it wasn't. There, no. But, you know, again, we always say we don't know really what goes on behind the scenes because I've yeah. heard theories like, I've heard theories like Trump, is, or I'm sorry, DeSantis is falling on the sword for Trump and flushing mm. out all of the anti-Trumpers by mm. showing their true cards because optics. they will now support DeSantis. So right. it is optics. And that does make sense to me. That's a logical theory because, yeah. again, they, you know, um, when they speak in public to each other, that's them forcing each other's hands because mm. they can obviously have private conversations. You know what I mean? So it, this is a world stage. So every, anything can happen, really. Yeah. I do think it will be interesting to see how they um, – because Trump's already been, you know, dragging him. Dragging him. Yeah, he's calling media, him Rob. So. Yeah, what is that about? Do you know? I have no idea. <laughs> I think he's just trolling. I don't I know. Did, yeah. <laughs> Rob, Classic. it's like Jeb. Hello, <laughs> energy Jeb. <laughs> sleepy, sleepy Jeb. Um. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, so. I again, if you're on the tra- if you're on the DeSantis train, go go for it. Go Have off. yourself go a off. nice time, but just understand your, that yeah. George Soros, uh, uh somehow endorsed like endorsed Ron DeSantis, which is yeah. so weird to me. Um. And yeah, he's being uh, he's being funded by the establishment that we're all up Absolutely. against. And exactly. Trump is the only candidate who has stood his ground against all of these people and and calls them out time and after he's time. gonna he's going to be consistently attacked. And like I also hear the argument of like, I don't want another four years of all this drama and Trump has so much baggage and I'm just like are you, do you not get it? Do you not put, are <laughs> do you, you not putting not? two and two together? This is never going to end. And Trump right. is the one that is, he said it, I am standing in the way between you and mm-hmm. literal tyranny. They're coming after me because they're coming after you. Because yes. I'm fighting for you. Yeah. Yes. And they're coming after you. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Okay. And that's why he's hated so much is that he stands for Literally. the conservative, the, the God-fearing, right. gun-toting patriot. Americans yeah. who love this country and don't want it to see it fall to a Marxist ideology that's destructive and dangerous and taken over by socialists that are going to literally destroy the fabric of our nation. Trump is the one that's standing in, in the middle of all of that. And I just think that yeah. DeSantis has a lot of people in his ear. The Bush family that literally <laughs> like yeah um yeah why would they be supporting someone that stands for the ideals that they don't align with right we already know what the bushes are about we already know what all these establishment people are about why yeah. would they be going around touting him funding his campaign pouring yeah. money into it throwing money at it telling him telling him to run even though they know this is not what the people want even though they yeah. know that we want trump that the energy mm-hmm. for trump is 
so much more fervent than it ever has been after the raid, after the Russia, 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 after the pee pee mm-hmm. scandal, which mm-hmm. I just love. Like mm-hmm. you have to be like completely living under a rock if you can't see what Ali just described, which is that Trump is the only thing standing in the way of yeah. this country falling to pieces. Yeah. And there, and again, uh, back to the criticism, there are people arguing that Trump didn't, ex- didn't execute and like fulfill the promises. Like he didn't finish the wall. Um, he gave Fauci the medal of honor, honor. or freedom or something for the vaccine. He taught, he used the vaccine salesman. All of that stuff. Oh, gosh. I have so and, much to say about that. Yeah. And again, I think that we kind of forget what 2020 was like and all of the pressure that Trump was under. Um, and for him to just like blatantly, you know, fire Fauci or, um, you know. Actually, he wasn't. I've researched this because I, people have asked me. Mm-hmm. He wasn't able to fire Fauci. Fauci was appointed. He wasn't hired yeah. by Trump. So there was no way that he could have been exactly. like fired. It wasn't yeah. possible. Yeah. He and was then with the wall, to that panel or whatever. Yeah. And then with the wall from 2018 to 2020, the House had the um or the Democrats had the House. And so he couldn't we couldn't pass any of that legislation. Funding. And then mm-hmm. and then the moment that it was actually passed, hello, he got the funding and they started it, but right. it, 2020 came and he wasn't able to finish it. He still yeah. had all of that, all the materials ready. And it's he talks about how it's just sitting there rotting and rusting in <laughs> desert in Texas. And so yeah. and the pieces are just lying there ready to be put together. And they're not. And listen, that's the frustrating part about politics. It's like we have this amazing system called the checks and balances. And so it does seem like things just get held up a lot of the times because if the president doesn't have the House and the Senate, he's going to have these issues Ripoff. along the way. And that is literally just American politics. It happens all throughout history with all different sorts of issues. And unfortunately, it it happened with him. And again, it's because they wanted this invasion. They needed this invasion. They're buying votes for the 2024 election, which brings me to why aren't we doing more about the machines and the voting? And again, that's another criticism about Trump is that he bags on the 2020, how it was stolen. And then there's like nothing being done about these voting machines in Dominion. It's such a mess. It's It's such a a freaking mess. mess. It's a mess because even when you like Mike Lindell literally was suing them and the judge was corrupt and liberal and he lost mm -hmm. his case. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Every which way. Every which way. If your justice system is corrupt and you're not Mm -hmm. actually balancing the scales for what's right and what's wrong, things aren't going to be resolved because you don't have someone who's unbiased who's saying, no, you're wrong in this scenario and you're right in this scenario and vice versa. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's just, it's. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. And that's just it politics. It's politics being but politics. But the other thing I was going to say, yes. And the other thing I was going to say is that the checks and balances is meant to bring people to the table, to be able mm. to negotiate and debate what the best solution is for the people for of our this country. country. Yes. It is not about what they want. And it is very clear that once people get into that position, all they care about is lining their pockets and getting reelected. That is it. And it happens time and time again. Even people like, I'm sorry to say, Marjorie Taylor Greene is on her social media being like, well, why? Why is Biden? Why is the Biden family giving money to his whole family? Uh, Because they're corrupt. 
Mm-hmm. Start calling out what it is. And I know she's actually doing stuff like she's filed articles of impeachment. And it's like, yeah, she can't do anything with that if she has nobody supporting her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I totally get that. But it's like, yeah. we need to be actually speaking the words. Like, I want people on the floor, on the mm-hmm. Congress floor, calling saying, these people communists. Our president is a corrupt treasonous. Yes. Is a traitor of this country and mm-hmm. needs to be in jail, let alone impeached. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's outrageous. Like it's yeah. outrageous. But the system is supposed to force people to come together. And you see this. One of my favorite movies is 1776. Mm-hmm. Go watch it, y'all. It's amazing. It's a musical movie. But it's oh great. my gosh. It's about would... Mr. Feeney is in it. <laughs> oh, Sonny, you are precious. <laughs> he plays John Adams. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. And it's great. And um it shows like how much debate and constructive conversations they had with respect for each other. And it it literally shows him, which is why I love it. Cause I'm like, Oh wow. Like it shows you like what they did at the founding of this country, because it's so important. That is how you proceed. You're not going to get away from conflict. Conflict is a necessary part of life. So it just, it, they're not using the system the way to the way that it is because they just let it go into gridlock. And then here we are. The government's not going to be funded, but mind and you, we, we gave two hundred billion to freaking Ukraine last year, and then right. suddenly everyone's really worried about how we're going to fund the government. I want to say actually, though, today in history, fun fact is when the Constitutional Convention began. <gasps> oh, and then it led up to the July Fourth, the signing of the Seven. Declaration of Independence. So oh, it was wow. It was how many days? I think they debated longer, though. Right? They debated for like. It was like several years they were there. Oh yeah, like, I mean, the Constitutional Convention. Are you? Is that because that was in 1787? Because that was after oh. like the Articles of Confederation. I'm just googling this, guys. I'm not a encyclopedia, but oh, I get a Today in History email every day from History.com. I do too. Okay, wait. It was like the leading story for today. Um, hold on, Sunny and I. Oh my gosh. Um. Well, while you're if you want to look that up, because I'm actually, I'm very curious. Um, There were also just some things and not to like, you know, belabor on the DeSantis thing, but I do think it's important for people to know that there are certain things that he has signed into legislation that I don't personally support. And if you're, Mm -hmm. you know, of conservative ideals, you probably wouldn't support them either. So Mm. just a couple of them is that he, um, signed, hold on, signed a bill. I think it was Senate Bill 2006, passed and signed in May 2021, which allows the state to force vaccinate you, quote, by any means necessary in the event of a pandemic. And it literally says, um, ordering, it says, ordering an individual to be examined, tested, vaccinated, treated, isolated, or quarantined for communicable communicable diseases that have significant morbidity or mortality and present a severe danger to public health. Wow. Yep. Examination, maybe testing, vaccination, or treatment may be performed by any qualified person. If the individual poses a danger to the public health, the state health officer may subject the individual to isolation or quarantine. If if there is no practical method to isolate or quarantine the individual – the state health officer may use any means necessary to vaccinate or treat the individual. And DeSantis signed that into law? Yes. Wow. 
Yeah. Another one rough. is that's that's a rough one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he is around town touting that he was uh, he's criticizing Trump for the way that you know he Operation Warp Speed and the vaccine and you know right. locking everybody down. Whatever we know that if we were to have remained in a lockdown for ten years, like the left would have wanted us to, like that was their whole plan. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd still be in that situation and without a vaccine um, because a lot of people trust in that process. Yeah. So, and I do believe that. Um, and on top of that, Ron DeSantis had a hundred-year-old World War II veteran out there getting vaccinated on live television. So he can't yeah. really be, he doesn't really have a leg to stand on in that sense. Right. But I and mean, then, politicians are really good at making you forget <laughs> their past. Right. Maneuvering. Just like Nikki Haley said that if Trump was running for president, she wouldn't run for president. But here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And then another <laughs> one, another one that I would like to bring up because it involves sex trafficking, uh, which is an important topic. Uh, Ron refused to, <laughs> I love how they just say Ron. Ron <laughs> refused to find 6,669 hotels that racked up 14,279 sex trafficking violations. Uh, for example, the Plaza Hotel was cited five times after a 17-year-old girl was choked for not giving all earnings to the trafficker. Ron gave them 90 days to clean up their act instead. Zero wow. fines. Wow. Yeah. So, so those are just a couple different things that mm-hmm. we have a little issue with. And then, yep. like I said earlier, I just wanted to say that, you know, the Bush family, people are probably like, why are you up against the Bush family? Well, first of all, George W. Bush lied about the um, me- weapons of mass destruction in Iraq that cost us that 22-year war. Um, and then also, I am I have questions about 9-11. And then additionally, they were, if, if yep. any politician is in uh, went to Yale, which Ron DeSantis did. There's a high likelihood that and they were George in a Bush. secret so- and George Bush was in a secret society called Skull and Bones. Yes. And um, who knows what happens behind closed doors with these people, but it's very sketch yes. and un-American in my opinion. Yep. And I just, again, have questions. Um, to touch back on that constitutional yes. convention, um, yes, Please you're do. right. It did start in 1786 on May 25th. Um, George Washington, James Madison, Benjamin Benjamin Franklin, and along with other 55 state delegates gathered in Philadelphia to compose a new U.S. Constitution. Um, okay. And let's see. I'm trying to figure out, like, what changed particularly. I mean, it's not, not super important. Um, oh, wait. <laughs> Independence Hall. It happened in the oh, building where convention begins. Yep. It happened in the building where the Declaration of Independence was signed. Right. Um, okay. And, that makes sense. Yeah. So anyway, maybe they just kind of like tweak some stuff. But in the original, <laughs> should we make a couple changes here? <laughs> slow change. Um, in the original uh, Constitutional Convention, where they were debating, I think it lasted like 116 days. Yeah. Yeah. That feels right. And it was through the summer, I remember. Yeah. I remember. (laughs) They debated. Yeah. And it was so cool. I actually went to D.C. for the first time in March and I got to go see the the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, the original documents. And they have drafts as well. They had like all the different drafts. And then you can actually see like where the founding fathers would like cross things out and rephrase it and (sighs) 
it was so just cool. oh my geek fest. Also, geek National fest. Treasure is one of my favorite movies too. Oh, Sunny, you are precious. Um, <laughs> okay, um, to move on. Okay. Yes, let's past move on. <laughs> this conversation, I did want to just touch on the Target situation and their whole yeah. line for the LGBT kids. Clothing. Oh, the Satanist designer? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was yeah. an actual Satanist and he also designed – it's not – I want to be clear that it wasn't sold in Target, but the same designer designed a shirt that literally says Satan respects pronouns and it has mm-hmm. like a picture of the Baphomet like demon god. So there's that. Um, and I just saw on Twitter that there's been a new study done Um. And it says, in Texas, bone scans indicated that a child had osteoporosis after 15 months on puberty blockers. In an interview with parents of trans kids, 71% of them, of the parents, said that they felt pressured or rushed to castrate their child. One endocrinologist recommended putting kids on puberty blockers after a 15-minute consultation. (gasps) The woke groomer, groomer cult tells everyone that this isn't happening because they know that what they're doing to kids is wrong. And that is a classic leftist maneuvering where they Absolutely. just deny and deny and deny and say, oh, that's not really happening. We heard this same argument with CRT being taught in schools yep. and the, and all the, you know, bull crap that came from that. Um, but I am adamantly against transgender you know, if you're an adult, you do what you want to do, right? Okay, like, and again, I would like to remind everyone that conservatives had no problem when drag queens were doing their shows in, you know, Hollywood and, you know, gay clubs, wherever else. It was when you came into the classroom and when you came into the library and when you started to introduce <clears throat> this sexual ideology onto children full of deception and lies telling children that if they feel a little confused in their body they're trans and i just want to say newsflash everyone feels uncomfortable in their body (laughs) at some point that is nothing new and if you're an actual stably like mentally stable adult you can understand that you lived through adolescence you went through all those you know body dysmorphia in our generation we had a lot of girls had eating disorders or a lot of kids were um cutting and that came from the internet and so of course they're going to introduce this entertainment yeah and entertainment and of course they're going to introduce this demonic ideology to children who are naive and do not know better and they are confusing these children and it is a tool from satan from the pit of hell to grab hold of the of the children's minds and hearts and confuse the living daylights out of them so i am adamantly against it and also it takes one time for you to look at a picture of the aftermath of a sex change and you will be mentally scarred and i cannot imagine what happens to these young children and these young adolescents who get their body parts whacked off and replaced with with fat from their thigh and arm, thinking that this is going to make them feel whole and make them feel better. And it's actually going to make them feel worse. And the death and the mental destruction lays completely on 
the Democrat Party and those who push this ideology onto the children and the parents who don't have the balls to stand up against these demons. It's it literally sends me into a rage, (laughs) a rage. (laughs) But I'm happy to report that just this week. Target is reporting a $9 billion loss. Yes. Happy about that. Yeah. (laughs) Happy about that. And I hear But I hope that they don't change. You know what? Part of me is like, no. You know what? Show the people. Like, show the people. Because if it really – I mean, unfortunately, it does take destruction and despair and Mm -hmm. horrible things happening to little children who – are pushed by their parents and their doctors who are supposedly yeah. taking a Hippocratic oath to do yeah. no harm and are literally chopping off people's body parts. Healthy, healthy penises, vaginas, boobs, whatever. Whatever They're it chopping is. Hey. It off. You guys, I don't mean to be like super like descriptive, but like these pictures. Yeah, no, it's actually it insane. Is I saw the first one last horrific. night. Horrific. This young little girl had her, a, ch- a chunk of her thigh cut out and it was chunk. made into yeah. a penis and sewed on to the top of her vagina. Probably sewed up her vagina. How do you even, how is that even, how how can, uh, I don't even know. What this is. How do and these then, people even I, like have proper processes after this like how do you go to the bathroom no, I don't, I don't understand, understand. I, they get infections they have no to go sense. in for more surgeries they have to be on medication usually these for people life. die when they're like in their 50s and 60s if they yeah. can even make it that far because they're like not regretful full of regret for doing yeah. what they've done and, and not unfortunately mention- it's not even especially if they're caught when they're seven or eight years old and getting on puberty blockers it's like this is the fault of well-formed adults who are yes. making these decisions who think, well, we just don't want our kid to kill herself. Oh my gosh. It just, oh, uh, it literally, it is so demonic. And then these little children are being told, you know, by these people that are supposed to be protecting them, you know, their teachers and their doctors and their parents, like what are these people going to think in 10, 5, <clears throat> 15 years when they're an, an adult and hopefully can actually maybe think for themselves and wonder Wow, why didn't my mom protect me from this? Why yeah. didn't my uh, because parents Because she's say a raging no. liberal. And she wants because they to were brainwashed show the society they were brainwashed coerced. and they also are being coerced into virtue signaling to all their stupid friends yes. and their demon people around them mm-hmm. that they have to force their kids into doing this because, well, it makes you look very open and accepting and tolerant of, you yeah. know, your child who may just not know what body they are and maybe they're you know maybe they're right what happened to just being a tomboy what happened to like oh I can play in mud and (laughs) like play with trucks and I'm still a beautiful girl like that yeah I totally agree with the fact that they there doesn't have to be I mean there there can be certain like I do believe in traditional gender roles but at the same time there are ways that it's like we don't need to be so stringent with gender archetypes like oh Mm -hmm. you know you're a woman, get your ass in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That's not, we live in a modern society. Yes. Like why can't pe- kids do what they want to do and play and hang out and, and, and not be and just be kids. to My goodness. confuse themselves by thinking that there's something that they're not, that they don't even understand yet. Yeah. It's, it's insane. It literally sends me into a different But I, I'm actually mindset. like very disturbed that there are not more people Because, like, as much as there are a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm done with Target. It's like, really? It took you this long? Because they've been doing this. Yeah. They've been doing this. They've been on this. And they don't care what you think. They don't want Mm -hmm. your money. They don't care that they lost $9 billion because they're getting funding from God knows where. 
You know yeah, what I'm like, saying? So like all of this is, we've talked about this before. It's all going into a funnel of a whole agenda that really doesn't have us even in the picture. So it's like, if we want to actually make a change, it needs to be drastic. It needs to be mm-hmm. all of these companies. North mm-hmm. Face just came out with an advertisement saying, come out oh and gosh. play with the gay le- or with the lesbians who are making art. It's like, are we selling snow coats or are we selling gay An and ideology. Lesbians? Yeah. It's, yeah, not literally, but sell, yeah, selling the idea. Yeah. It's, it, it's, oh my gosh, it's... I mean, we're living it's through enraging. somewhat of a cultural revolution because if you right. think of like what Mao did, we talked about this before, but like Mao basically made all old habits, customs, and yeah. tradition and culture illegal and he called for the destruction of it. And so we're seeing that a little by little throughout our American culture and, you know, white supremacy is on the rise, apparently, but then just chaos throughout all these urban areas and cities. And it's just like, it really reminds me of that verse in Isaiah where it says, like, what's good is bad and what's bad is good and what's sweet yeah. is sour and sour is sweet. Um, and oh, bitter, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be bitter. And it just, it really paints that picture of how destructive this ideology right. is. And a, um, a lot of it, a lot of it like uses people to their own <clears throat> for their own means to their own ends, and then you mm-hmm. have <clears throat> excuse me organizations like BLM who are recording millions of dollars of deficit, and that just goes flies under the radar. There's no news about it. There's no media mm-hmm. about it because they don't want mm-hmm. you to know that they stole all your money. Right? Yeah. I mean, they made ninety <clears throat> million in twenty twenty. And then now this week it's coming out that they're in a $8 million deficit. And last year on their taxes, they reported $42 million in assets. So how do you lose $50 million in one year? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, you throw it at LGBTQ organizations. Yeah. I mean, Candace Owen did a great documentary on – what was it called? I can't remember the name of the documentary, but she basically um, called it like yeah. the funeral of BLM. And she went through like all their spending and they've basically been funding all of these trans organizations. So now we're seeing that f- the fruit of it. And I did, <laughs> I did um, see that they bought a, the former communist party headquarters in Canada, BLM bought that building and they turned it into a trans activist yeah. like, center. So yeah, the greatest lie ever sold. Yeah. There's that. Oh, is that what yeah. it's called? The greatest lie. I think soul? so. Yeah. Yeah. I no, mean, that's they're... literally what it is. They don't tell you that part. Yeah. <laughs> they don't tell you that, yeah, it's going into a uh, Act Blue, which is a Democrat super PAC, yeah. and that they're sending all the money into literally making organizations and clinics whose sole purpose is to lure people in mm-hmm. and with propaganda and advertisement telling you that your kid may be in the wrong body who then come in and literally chop off their body parts. Yeah. Why are they doing that? This is all about making gender fluidity and Mm -hmm. confusing people and brainwashing them into believing anything basically at that point because you have full control over the people of your society. And that's really what it is. Breaking down people's morale, breaking down people's value system, Mm -hmm. reasoning, ability to think for yourself. Yeah. 100%. And that's kind of brings us into like the last segment of what we wanted to talk about is just like how Sunny and I personally are focusing on like lifestyle changes 
changes in general for like summertime. Um, her and I are like both getting back in the gym, working out. <laughs> We're like super sore and like <laughs> struggle bus Literally. today. Um, but we just wanted <laughs> to like, yeah, we, I mean, we're, we're, I think everyone's on their own, like journey. I hate to say that word, um, journey. little like path to health, but I think it is important to touch on it every so often and just remind you that so much of, you know, the chaos of the world is settled by having a good, you know, health routine and goals and, um, just taking care of like your mindset in general. And yeah. so, yeah. Do you have anything to add to that, Sunny? Yeah. I mean, I've recently started, uh, restarted a habit that I had created like before I moved, which is I wake up in the morning and I, um, just kind of like sit quietly, like before I try to look at my phone, like occasionally, like if something's urgent or whatever, like I'll, mm-hmm. you know, address that, but, um, try to like go outside and just like drink my coffee, like sit quietly and, um, write a page. I only do a page because I don't, I, I've never been one to like journal, but I think it's important for me to like write down certain prayers or like sometimes like things I'm grateful for. Yes, I, I do do that, but also just like prayers, like things that I'm like trying to strengthen myself about and help myself through and just kind of ask God for that like courage and strength to bring me like understanding and peace that there, you know, that God has a plan and that like all of this is, there's a purpose for all of it. And Mm -hmm. that really helps just like set my mind right. I try to like read from um, the Bible or like we're reading it chronologically. So like read like a page of that. So I just kind of restarted that. So I'm hoping, and anytime I do it, it's like one of those things where it's like, I feel like it's really easy to Mm self-sabotage. And when you don't do it, you're like, oh, whatever. Like, it's not that important, you know, but then when you actually force yourself to do it, it, you always feel so much better. Oh yeah. And I always feel better when I do that. Cause sometimes like I'll do this, but sporadically. So now I'm trying to make a habit of it, to do it every day, every morning. Um, Mm -hmm. and it just, yeah, I think it's so important because we're so inundated and flooded with all of this information and a lot of the time negative, you know, content, um, like seeing all this, like (laughs) Satanist designer at Target, you know, it's like, it's not comfortable. It doesn't make you feel good, but we need the strength of God to equip us with that warrior mentality that we can Mm -hmm. cut through this garbage and this nonsense and this satanic, uh, you know, trash from hell, from the pit of hell, like you said. Yeah. And um, because that's the only way that we can we can beat it, you know, good yeah. versus evil. And that's the really the only way that you can combat combat all this evil is by having um, you know, God as your shining light and just keeping us on track. Yeah. The Bible says I read, that yeah. he's like our our rock and our and our refuge. And I just I feel that so much and like just from studying history and learning all the different like obstacles that people have had to live through. Like there were so many Christians that lived through the Soviet Union and lived under communism and they mm-hmm. kept the, to their faith even through the persecution and the threats and the stalking yeah. from the KGB. And so many people have had to overcome such heartache and pain. And that goes to say like giving your life to Christ and following him doesn't just give you like you're not walking on like rainbows and butterflies every day mm-hmm. that you still face a lot of challenges and heartache because we live in a fallen world. 
And that's the point. It's like Jesus is our hope. Following him is is the way he is the way the truth and the life and he will give he will sustain us through it brings these light challenges all the darkness yeah yeah and just I, our spirit needs that nourishment totally mm-hmm. oh my gosh yes i it's funny because you had mentioned proverbs yesterday and i was like oh wow i haven't read that like read those in a while and so mm-hmm. or like you know parts of it and so i got to the part where it was written so i was like oh my gosh and so this was just so relevant to what we're talking about yeah. and it says it's proverbs 4 verse 16 and it says for they can't for they can't sleep if they haven't done evil speaking of like evil people mm-hmm. um, they are robbed of sleep unless they make someone fall for they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence but the path yeah. of the righteous is like the light of dawn shining ever brighter until full daylight the way of the wicked is like darkness they don't even know what makes them stumble Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. So let your eyes look straight ahead of you. Fix your gaze on what lies in front of you. And that's so true. It reminds mm. me of like, you know, like don't just keep your eyes straight ahead and focused on the light because you will get distracted by all of the shiny things out here. Yeah. I love Proverbs. It was written by King Solomon. And King Solomon, um, God came to him and asked, what can I give you? And out of mm. all the things on earth, Sol- Solomon asked for wisdom. And yeah. God was like so enamored that he would ask for wisdom and nothing else. Like he didn't ask for wealth or riches or, you know, peace or whatever. Power. He, yeah. Yeah. He wanted wisdom. And so God said that he would give King Solomon the most wisdom that any man had would have had like to that day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just with that like perspective and um, context, I really love the book of Proverbs because I just, I really feel like God gave Solomon all of that wisdom and that guidance for us in this time. And like, I just think it's so clear that obviously history repeats itself and like Mm -hmm. humans are just, we fall into the same traps and the same mentality over and over and over again. I mean, we learned that through the old Testament and like from the Israelites and, and all the things that they've continued to fall into and the, and the lies and the deception and the, the worship of false gods over and over and over again. And it's like (laughs) this cycle. And I just, (laughs) I see it. I see it right now. Like the Bible, I just, I've said it before, like the Bible has never been more relevant and you can turn to it and actually immediately apply it to your life and immediately Absolutely. apply it oh to like gosh. the world today and it just the bible is a living is a living word of god that's why yeah. god says like you know the words will never stop speaking to us on yeah. on earth and it is like all god breathed and it is something to be cherished and thought of as an actual guide for us and so yeah thanks yeah. for reading that i do feel like it's so crazy because you know i've you know, there are a lot of like books of that were written that have been lost or hidden from us. And so mm. I just can't imagine like what other, right? what else is out there that's been hidden from us throughout, you know, these years of the deep state basically, you know, yeah, creating this illusion of, a, you know, our reality that we, that has gone on for thousands of years. And mm-hmm. I, when I first picked up you know, reading the Bible in the Old Testament and I started reading from the beginning, things started to make a lot of sense. Oh, so yeah. if that yep. is something that you are struggling with, I highly recommend. Current conservative yeah. endorses reading. <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> the Bible. Um, yeah. And then I think in Hebrews it says um, that faith comes from hearing. And so mm. the more that you read the Bible, 
the more faith, faith is built within your heart because you start to see God's faithfulness and his yeah. and the fulfillment of his promises. And yeah. you start to learn that like he has so much in store for you when you yeah. come to him and repent and honor his word and his commandments. So, And that trust just begets more and more faith. Like mm-hmm. it, it only grows even when you yeah. have those doubts. But it's like if you tr- learn to trust yeah. that what you are understanding is the truth, it yeah. only creates stronger faith. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. I love that. Me well, too. Thank, thank you, you all so for much. joining us. We hope that you enjoyed it and we didn't like oversaturate you with yeah, information, but we long, just kind of wanted to talk on a few different topics and uh, yeah. share our opinions with you. But thanks again for listening and we hope yeah, you enjoy Yeah, we love it. your feedback. So let us know what you think and share it with your friends. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.